was about bringing up controversial subjects and a series of quests for strange horrors. It feels good. Guidance is internal. We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity. Do not think there are things in this universe which you cannot understand and which are true. Welcome to Far Off Topic, episode 14. I'm your host, Fiasco Jones, and this will be a real quick episode, touching on two of my favorite things, combative American politics and the news of the weird, otherwise known as odd normalities on this podcast. So let's just dive into this with a story from Ohio, where two men claim that they've captured video of the elusive Salt Fork, Ohio Grassman. We Do It Outdoors is an Ohio-based YouTube channel operated by a man named Nathan Gray. His channel is primarily the usual vlogging fair, focusing on fishing, hunting, as well as mowing lawns for his uh, his mowing business. Well, the channel has been getting a lot of attention after it posted a video on February 2nd purporting to capture video of the Salt Fork, Ohio Grassman, otherwise known as Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Bigfoot in Ohio. Well, you know, there is a dedicated group of enthusiasts who think the mystical creature can actually be found here in the Buckeye State. The description of the video reads, My friend and I got permission to fly our drones at Salt Fork State Park in Ohio. While we were there, we heard many strange noises, and we may or may not have found the Ohio Grassman slash Bigfoot slash Sasquatch in Ohio at Salt Fork. Please let us know what you think about the Ohio Grassman or Bigfoot in Salt Fork State Park. Looks like we have a lot of bones, a lot of hair. I would say these are probably from deer, several of them. Looks like they're ripped apart pretty good. And the sounds that you're going to hear next are absolutely bone chilling. number of things that uh, that immediately come to mind when watching this video. Firstly, it seems fake as hell. Gray appears to stalk this beast, this, this grass man, through the forest for a few minutes, all the while picking off small glimpses of the grass man between tree trunks and branches and Everything's desaturated, and it's just kind of gray, muted tones, and occasionally you just see this dark figure uh, trotting through the forest. Look at it. It's not a person. Look at the hair. You can see all the hair. You'd be stupid to walk out here in a suit. Get shot. If you are wondering what the grass man in the video looks like, to my eyes, it looks like a man wearing a cheap fursuit. And throughout the video, he's just ambling aimlessly through the woods without a care in the world. And with absolutely no awareness that Gray and his buddy are only a few yards away filming him. 
this seems in a contradiction with most Sasquatch lore that I know about because uh, these guys are elusive. They they know if you're creeping up on them, and it appears that that Gray is yards away. He's yards away, and uh, it, that that this Grassman wouldn't immediately just turn and look and uh, flee is a, is a, I feel like a big giveaway. I mean, deer don't let you get that close to them, you know. So I'm just saying, the Grassman's supernatural, right? I mean, or he's at least more aware than a deer. He has to be. No one's ever seen him, except these two jackals. I think it's also important to state that uh, this marks a very strange turn for uh, Nathan Gray's channel. Like I said, it, it's mostly uh, hunting, fishing, and lawn mowing videos. Um, and then all of a sudden... There's this moment, this video he puts down there about, he just mentions the grass man and they're blowing up a pumpkin and they're saying they're creating grass man food. Every subsequent upload since that point has to do with the grass man. And if literally after he blows up a, a pumpkin for grass or grass man food, he, his next video is him and his buddy in the forest and they find the grass man. I mean, yeah. Case in point. The most recent video uploaded to Gray's channel uh, is of him scrambling into caves, presumably in the same uh, area or the Salt Fork Park. I'm not too sure, uh, but it's him scrambling through caves, and in one of them, he pulls out uh, what he calls evidence of grassman activity. Is that tooth? Seriously? That looks like the uh, the uh, roots or whatever they call them. Oh my god. What do I do? So my parting thoughts on this video are that I really think that if we do it outdoors, the channel wanted to make the swing into Bigfoot videos, they should have slow rolled it, honestly. Instead, their channel just went from zero to 60 into the Ohio Grassman space. And having their second video after just simply introducing the fact that they are now maybe declaring that they're a, a Ohio Grassman Sasquatch Bigfoot channel, um, that their next video, their, literally their next video after making the food, is them literally coming face to face with the legendary creature itself. I'm sorry, but that's, I mean, you just, you just blew your wad. Uh, I mean, they got attention though, so I can't, I mean, I can't, I can't really shit on them because. Maybe they know what they're doing. Uh, they got a ton of attention nearby in their area. Um, I don't know. I think these guys uh, just, uh, they blew their wad. That plus the mediocre execution of the encounter really amount to missed opportunities. I mean, missed opportunities for joining the exhausting genre of fake paranormal cryptid videos. Uh, we don't really need more of those, but I mean, if you're going to go in that route, I feel like you should have just set things up better but this is interesting i so i did go through his channel and i was kind of curious so who is nathan gray what's he all about um he's been posting for a, a few years now and in one of his videos from 2016 i did discover something i think more bizarre than the grassman encounter uh and that is his run-in with one of those crazy clowns that were stalking neighborhoods several years ago in what became that spooky clown craze gray actually captured his run-in with one of these clowns, and it went down like this. I am out here at the uh, small cemetery. I'm gonna go ahead and just mow it up since I'm already here. All the leaves are starting to fall and everything, so. From what I can ascertain, on October 6th, 
of 2016, Nathan Gray was mowing to the lawn of one of his clients when a man wearing a clown mask with a black wig and carrying a wrench crept up behind him from somewhere like in the spooky woods uh, that were just surrounding this area. The clown slowly walked up to Gray within only a few feet before Gray noticed him. When he did notice him, he turned around and he attempted to talk to the clown, but the the thing was kind of keeping up with that shtick of being a creepy clown, and he just uh, just stared at him. He just stared at it back at him and didn't say a damn thing. Fuck out of here. So Gray kept saying, hey, man, you need to get out. You need to go. You need to get the fuck out of here. Uh, Clown wouldn't back down, wouldn't back up. So Gray just tackled him, and uh, the clown and him started to brawl. Well, apparently, uh, a lot of people thought the video was fake, uh, but Gray made a follow-up video and included a newspaper clip reporting on the arrest of the alleged clown who turned out to be a 23-year-old man named Chad Wheeler. Wheeler was arrested the following Saturday when State Highway Patrol found him wearing the same wig and mask, holding a hammer, walking down a highway. According to the report, Wheeler was jumping around in the middle of the road. Uh, I imagine trying to, you know, be that scary clown again, just what being a weirdo. So I can say that his channel really is a mix. I, I think that um, he dodged that the complaints of people saying he made a fake video with the clowns, but then I think he really went back and just, I don't know. Doubled down and said, "Fuck it! I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make some fake videos, uh, and with the uh, with this, the grass man. So whatever. All I really do know is that Nathan Gray is tough. So and now he's apparently packing. So if you see him mowing your lawn, don't don't try to go scare him. Either way, we might hear from these guys in the future. I, I'm assuming they're gonna probably keep producing more grass man videos. Uh, and if they do, uh, maybe I'll tell you about it. Uh, who knows? Or you can just go to his channel for yourself." Coming up after the break, we're spoiling for a fight and wading into the fray, kicking and screaming like a killer clown stalking an Ohio cemetery because the fight we're entering in is one where you leave your dignity at the door. Yeah, I'm talking politics, friend. And like your chances of winning an encounter against a hammer-wielding clown, this will be a doozy. Face to face with your fears. What our movement is about is bringing working class people together, black and white and Latino, Native American, Asian American, around an agenda that works for all of us and not just the billionaire class. Come face to face with terror beyond your wildest nightmares. Guarantee health care to all people as a human right. From which you may never escape. Raise that minimum wage to a living wage of 15 bucks an hour. Leave all your sanity behind. We are giving a voice to people who are saying we are sick and tired of billionaires like Mr. Bloomberg seeing huge expansions of their wealth while a half a million people sleep out on the street tonight. What we are trying finally to do is to give a voice to people who after 45 years of work are not making a nickel more than they did 45 years ago. Tales that witness madness. So like many of you, I watched the Nevada Democratic debate, and I have to say, that was actually exciting television. Um, 
and we probably can all agree that uh, most of the credit has to go to Elizabeth Warren. She waded straight into the battle and started chopping down her opponents. And God, God, I loved her merciless public execution of Mike Bloomberg's political future. I'd like to talk about who we're running against. A billionaire who calls women fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. And no, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Mayor Bloomberg. The language he used is about stop and frisk. It's about how it turned out. Now, this isn't about how it turned out. This is about what it was designed to do to begin with. It targeted communities of color. It targeted black and brown men from the beginning. He has gotten some number of women, dozens, who knows, to sign non-disclosure agreements, both for sexual harassment and for gender discrimination in the workplace. So, Mr. Mayor, are you willing to release all of those women from those non-disclosure agreements so we can hear their side of the story. We have a very few non-disclosure agreements. How, how many Let is me that? finish. How many is that? None of them accuse me of doing anything other than maybe they didn't like the joke I told. If they wish now to speak out and tell their side of the story about what it is they allege, that's now okay with you? You're releasing them on television tonight? Se Senator, no. Is that right? Buttigieg, a.k.a. Mayor Butt. Uh, he had his own brutal moments between him and uh, Amy Klobuchar. Those were probably the most uncomfortable interactions to watch. Uh, there was actually a moment during their exchange where I honestly thought uh, Klobuchar was going to cry. I'll admit that that could just very well be uh, my my own patriarchal filter. Um, maybe she wasn't going to cry. That's just the way her voice sounds. Uh, and I just assumed that she was wilting under the pressure. Probably not. I don't fucking know. Is it true or is it false that no other Democrat First of all, from the it Senate is, running for president voted that What you said about the judges way. are false. You are comparing me to two colleagues up here on this stage, and you are forgetting well, one thing. I would say thing. anybody who ran oh. for president this cycle. Senator you know Harris, what, Pete, Senator if Booker you could saw let through me this. finish since I've been in the arena. Ted Kennedy asked me to work on the first immigration bill. We were able with President Bush to at least get that bill to a vote. I'm sorry, but Senator Sanders actually opposed that bill, and I worked on it. And if we had gotten that bill done, there would have been a path to citizenship for so many people. Then I worked on the 2013 bill. I'm actually so right. proud of the work I've done on immigration reform. And you know what? You have not been in the arena doing that work. You've memorized a bunch of talking points and a bunch of things. But I can tell you one thing. What the people of this country want, they want a leader that has the heart for the immigrants of this country, and that is me. You know, maybe so leading a diverse city that was facing ruin doesn't sound like the arena to you. I'm used to senators telling mayors that senators are more important than mayors, but this is the arena, too. You don't have to be in Washington to matter. Mayor Pete, I don't know. For me, I'm, I'm not really feeling Mayor Pete. I'm just not. Uh, he's kind of what I feel like the, 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 the sequel to Pinocchio would be, you know, after he becomes a real boy and throws Geppetto in an old folks' home uh, and decides to run a crass campaign for president based on his deep, deep knowledge and understanding of the nature of lying and how to conceal one's true motives. Uh, you know, he just, I, I mean, just, he's just too slick. Um, just seems too slick uh, I, I, and unbelievable in my opinion. Um, every time I look at him, uh, I think uh, he knows something. He doesn't want the rest of us to know something like really dark, like he voted for Trump. He, he doesn't want anyone to know that. 
That's just that's my take. But what really got my gall was the predictable scaremongering about Bernie Sanders' economic agenda. Uh, it's the same old thing. He's a socialist, and because of that alone, he will destroy the country or lose the entire election to Trump. My take on this is that uh, this is the quote-unquote liberal media who, mind you, are all rich bastards themselves who probably don't want to pay their fair share of taxes. These cats realize that whoever wins the Democratic nomination will actually be the winner. They, they know going to this that Trump actually is so wounded he can't win and that whoever that nominee is is going to win. And those policies that move on from there will probably be generational. Those will will be generational consequences. And if that person is Bernie, then there's a realistic chance he will begin to enact the those scary policies that they know that the rich folks don't want to see um and they'll they'll see demonstrative changes in their own lives they don't care about the middle class in any meaningful sense i think that's important to know they they really don't care they have to say they do because we're the dupes that watch their shows but they themselves don't care at all at least not enough to take a pay cut you know that's i mean that's uh, sadly that's all what it is you know they 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 probably want the middle class to come back up and they would love to see that, you know, if they didn't have to pay for it themselves. Unfortunately, um, with so many tax cuts for the rich, uh, eventually, yeah, that uh, the cycle has to come back. That's just the way it is. Uh, with that being said, the narratives against Sanders haven't changed despite his win and positive poll results. I'm actually going to go roll a segment that was cut for time from the last episode. I think it still has uh, some relevance, um, and I figured, why waste it, right? Well, so here you go. Tiwi and I are about to upset the apple cart. Pardon my politics. Uh, I don't know what I said. Uh, but I'm the decider. With a good conscience, our only sure reward. I'm an extremely stable genius. <laughs> I think everyone kind of sees the the, the the rigging is beginning again. Clinton just yes, had a, uh, a Netflix doc where she started dredging up the idea of Bernie bros. Um, she's just a, a sore loser. Sore loser. The worst. And, and, you know, the, and the MSMs are still trying to make it seem as though Bernie is the unelectable choice. What, what's your take on this? What are you seeing? I mean, it's they within the last two weeks, they've really been ramping up the attacks on Bernie. Um, There's the the whole Clinton thing where she was in that documentary saying like nobody liked him. And it's like, girl, nobody likes you. Right. Um, Like he was uh, you could never get anything done with him that he was essentially like an angry old man. Yeah. It's Um, like the rhetoric is so tired. And then um, after that, what else did she do? I feel like there was there was more um, there's this whole thing about like he can't defeat Trump. It's like he's the only one that actually like polls really well against Trump. Like he not the only one, but he polls the best against Trump. And I feel like he's like the solid choice if that's like your metric. And honestly, what it is, because uh, this also comes on the heels of the debate where the whole um, Elizabeth Warren um, mm-hmm. thing came out about how uh, she says, or four people who were not in the room say that she said mm-hmm. that he he said that women were not electable. Um, you know, I and- think that I actually think that he may like. I think he possibly said it, but I don't think the way he would have said it was in the context of like you're not electable. I think he would say it in the same way that. Most of us women say it, which is this country is trash and like it's really hard for women to get any like 
elect like it's hard for women to get any power in this country. We're like 51 of the percent, 51% of the population, but we're not represented on boards. We're not represented in leadership. So I don't think he would have been saying it in a like a menacing way. Right. Like, like stay, stay the fuck in your lane. No, this is that not is a not sport. what he's saying. Like, he's just being like factual. Like this country is, I mean, look who they elected. Like we elected Trump. So and honestly, here's the thing. <laughs> if I was going to believe anything, I would believe that. And I believe that Elizabeth Warren knew that's the, the way oh, he said 100%. it in the context that he said it. But she's flagging in the polls and she's willing to take the bait. Because that's the yeah. thing is that. Uh, I think someone someone advised her to just drop this because the timing was strategic. And unfortunately, I love Elizabeth Warren and like so it's do I. hurt it's hurt her so bad. Like this whole thing, like really it I mean, which kind of proves Bernie's pathetic, you know, his point, right? Like the the repercussions did not come on him. They came on her. Our well, country hates it, women. <laughs> well, it, it, that and it's, it's it's that like it came across as super opportunistic of someone yeah. who should have. That was the progressive like core of the party. And she took the bait. And it's kind of yeah. one of those situations where, like you we know what you're doing. Right. This is just shady. It's um, just like the the same old, same old politician, like slimy, like game right. that they play. That she's supposed to be above and that she's always kind of said she's trying to try to be like an outsider. I'm not an establishment. I'm for the working people. And I I believe all those things, but I think she also wants to win. And I'm sure her advisor said you need to fucking you yeah. have to make hard choices. You have to stick the knife in this. We have to separate ourselves from the pack. This is how you do it. And you, you because there's two progressive. We're two two progressives, working class or you know, kind of pro working folk candidates in this mm-hmm. race, you have to get rid of one of them. And so she took, instead of going after Biden, sticking with the, getting rid of Biden, um, she went with it for that route against the, the Bernie and tried to take him down. And CNN, I think, really are the ones that really played their hand on this one because mm-hmm. they're the pro-Biden channel now like you have msnbc doing their thing but cnn and you know fox is definitely pro-trump but cnn is going to be the pro-biden they are the centrist democrat channel and (laughs) they will do anything they can to get biden in power they don't want bernie or elizabeth warren does anybody like biden i haven't met in my life honestly a single person who is like joe biden really i'm so excited to vote for joe biden like nobody. Wall Street Democrats. Wall Street Democrats are the ones that want Biden because they know he's going to keep the kind of the pro business bullshit. A puppet. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he, I'm sure he's, 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 he knows. In the way that Hillary Clinton was socially liberal, he's the same way. I mean, yeah. he's, he keeps it close to the chest. I, I'm sure he's never said, like, he never called gay people the F word or, you know, like, and he's by and large open to those ideas. But what comes to actual legislation and taking a lead on anything, uh, that is not his thing. You know, he's going to yeah. wait to see, check the polls. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's okay. Right. He's not going to lead anything. But he has like zero platform for like working people. Like he's not, he's just, ugh, he's such a horrible candidate. And honestly, the, the whole like, the fallback against like the whole um like Anita Hill like he was terrible he was horrible and to this day he still has not like actually apologized to her and I feel like that is his weak spot his weak spot honestly is misogyny which again 
you know, I feel like plays into what Bernie said, which, you know, misogyny, it hurts a candidate in a certain way, but it's not enough to like make you win. But I think it is enough to like possibly help you lose because women don't like only, Biden. Only, here's the thing, only for the right people. This is why I don't like about Democrats is that they will destroy each other uh, for these kind of uh, these values that they they they, they hold each, like some people to, to a certain so. criteria, whereas uh, you know Trump and the Republicans and all these people will not they hold no, us to the same. Well, yeah, they have There's no care. They have ethics. no yeah. right. And it's like we chew each we we destroy bring each other down with these these concepts that like uh, they don't play for him like he's the biggest misogynist out there and you're going to destroy Bernie. I mean, here's the thing: like I would vote for Biden if he became the nominee. And I think the the unfortunate reality is that the DNC knows that we're all like we will vote for whoever the nominee is, and so they're like, you know what? We didn't really learn our lesson back in That's what, 2016. Yeah. But it doesn't matter this time because whoever we put it in, you know, whoever we choose is going to get elected because everybody hates Trump. And well, that, it's yeah. true. But, but that's also the, the, sh- the, the, the it's not true. It's actually not true at all because that's exactly what they thought would happen with Hillary. They literally yeah. thought Trump is so unelectable. He's so odious that, <laughs> of course, no one likes Hillary. But what's the choice? Uh, a complete incompetent fool versus uh, a woman that just seems kind of sinister and uh, insincere. And people chose fucking Trump, you know, like, I mean, or they didn't uh, vote, you know, they just said, fuck this. I don't, I don't care. Well, I think uh, that's the gonna same thing is going to happen. They do this again because like the youth vote is what's really like Bernie will win. You know what I mean? Like if the youth come out in the numbers, but they're excited about uh, the candidates that they want. They're not excited about Biden. Like nobody under like 30 is getting all excited about Biden. Right. And honestly, the the Wall Street Democrats, they probably don't care if trump gets elected either they, they i mean they, they win either way like in that right. situation well yeah. exactly and they're and for them it's kind of like they don't like him he's disgusting um he could be dangerous i don't know whatever they waffle on that because they don't care but he what he's good for is the economy well for wall street he's fantastic so so yeah. trump or biden that's their choice bernie comes in uh they will they take all their him. money out of the out of the stock yeah. market and they'll crash it in a day that's fine we'll rebound I just think that the DNC is starting to do the same thing all over again. Didn't they like the news say today that they're changing the rules again to try to like have the super delegates like bring it back? <laughs> like they just like, they can't stop. They really right. want to like have they basically just don't They want to have their finger on the scale. Yeah, it's they, in they Politico. It says they wanted to change the rule to literally stop Sanders at the convention. Like that's they're not even hiding how overt they like despise Bernie Sanders. Right. I, f- I feel like the big difference between 2016 and, and this year is that we all know what they're doing. We all like can see what they're doing. And this time they're not even really like denying it. They're kind of just like, <laughs> yeah, we're we're messing with democracy, but only because we don't want that other guy who messes with democracy. Right. It's it's a uh, yeah, it's the. I mean, it's disgusting. It is, just, and it, but it's also because, again, it's these, the centrists that they can't imagine. I, I don't mean they, 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 for whatever reason, scared. they see Bernie as the same thing as Trump, and 
like it's just a false equivalence and I don't understand it and I don't understand and I do actually understand it because uh, these the Wall Street Democrats have probably a lot to lose because they, they have benefited yeah. from the Clinton years when he deregulated Wall Street um, and they want to keep that party going. They're not I mean, they're. They're milking the poor and the middle class. And like, he's not going to let that, he's not going to allow that trend to continue. He's going to try to stop it. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to pay my fair share. What are you talking about? Paying taxes? That's that's not for me. That's for you. These guys are just uh, 80s, moderate 80s Republicans. You know? Yeah. They don't have a party anymore. In the, they don't have a place in the Republican Party anymore. So now they're just uh, fiscally conservative, socially liberal uh, Democrats. Yeah. And they don't they don't they don't they don't give a shit about McDonald's people. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't care about any of that. They don't care about the two tier justice system. They don't no. care about any of that. They want to keep that party running because it doesn't affect them. They live on the upper tier where like law right. and order is works differently for them. So, yeah, they, 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 they fear more of Bernie than they fear of Trump. Yeah, 100 percent. And God, I hope Bernie like ugh. I don't think he will. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm still a cynic. Uh, I still think because here's the thing, and this is the other part of this. Uh, it's this so depressing. This segment is that I feel like Trump is constantly blundering his way to success. Yeah. Um, the case in point, I think. Idiot. I think that, that no one's really been talking about is his assassination of Soleimani, um, the Ira- uh, Iranian general. Um, mm-hmm. The days, the hours after that happened. All the experts were like, oh, my God, the response from Iran, it's going to be it's going to be apocalyptic. Uh, You know, this this is World War Three. You better watch. It's going to be big. Uh, It wasn't. They launched a couple of missiles and they said, "Okay, we're good. We're good. All right. Uh, And then that was it, though. My conspiracy theory for this whole Iran situation. I think they're just waiting for the election. And like. I think that they'll take action after the election. Like they're either gonna like take him out, like because he's like an the idiot. assassination plot. Yeah, honestly, like why not? Like why wouldn't they? We assassinated their like leader. It doesn't make any, you know. Well, no. The reason why, because my 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 counter theory to that mm-hmm. is that the reason why they did not, they only they reacted very uh, measured, a, a very yeah. mild measured response was because I told the the. the the you know, Ayatollah, he's a rich motherfucker. I mean, he might be a pious man of God. Oh, he's making money. But he's a motherfucking rich guy. And rich people don't want to be poor. And That's war true. makes you poor. And you, yeah. back in the day, that you, if you were an industrialist, sure, war was very profitable business. But now... It's a global economy. You have logistics chains. The world's gotten very complex. War does not make you the kind of money you used to, especially if you're a fucking world leader. Uh, my case in point has always been the, uh, <clears throat> the prime minister or the president of Yemen. Um, Yemen is this war-torn country at the very bottom of the Arabian Peninsula, and it has been no one's ever given it past given it two seconds of thought. It's been a, a war destroyed country for years the thing is that motherfucker in this tiny sliver of land he was a billionaire um and he was just an autocrat that just stole everything from his country and he had no interest in like you know i mean i'm sure he probably wanted maybe them not to to fight him you know no civil war Mm. but (laughs) when you destroy your country eventually people will uh fight you um the i told is the same way 
uh, he doesn't want to be poor. He knows yeah. he knows that like he, you know, shut up, folks. We're good. I mean, basically, it's like the thing that Bernie talks about. We're just it's like the whole world is just run by all these rich fuckers who like. Honestly, like they just don't care. They're basically just looking at their own bank accounts and their own wallets and they're guiding the whole policy of the world based on like their income and how they right. can exploit people to get more money. And Trump is literally he's taking I mean so today when we're recording this, this is the uh the day that of the impeachment trial where the Democrats lost their bid to get witnesses, um, in the Senate hearing. And, uh, for me, I feel like this, this marks the day that like actual law in the United States became meaningless, absolutely meaningless because it, with, with a, with a nice stroke of a pen, it, it, pretty much codifies lawlessness in our country. The president himself, can do, whatever can do whatever he fuck fucking he wants. wants. Yeah. As long as he has a majority in the Senate, the president is can do whatever he wants. And uh, that we have made that, and, and that there are people in our country that have no problem with that is chilling. And I mean, that's how like these authoritarians rise to power. And I don't exactly. think that Trump has actually, honestly, I don't really think he has the, I don't know, the fortitude to actually be a very effective authoritarian because he's just so dumb. But it's because the chronomachy has melted his mind. But that, you know, <laughs> yes, I just don't think he has that the wherewithal. You know, it's like he's too bumbling and he you I feel like you need to like exude power and a concise message. And he's just so all over the place that even if you're like trying to keep track with where he's going on things, it just meanders so far off topic oh, that, uh. <laughs> that it just it's not he just he's not going to get anywhere he's not going to have the like Mussolini well, no, he, he, power he will though that's the thing is that like so he doesn't have a concise way Message. of I yeah, mean I to, guess if he gets controlled really well like if Stephen Miller is like limits his ability to like speak or if they edit his speeches and they're not live. And I guess I guess it's possible. Well, that, none of that matters, though. We, we already know we're four years in that the guy yeah. can say do. He's done almost the worst you could possibly do. He's definitely stepping toward that line. Um, and there no one has said, OK, that's too much. I mean, people oh, have said yeah. that's too much. But uh, all all we can do is it's just so feckless. I guess I feel like that there's. The, it's just the, the apparatus, it feel the apparatus around him, um, even even the Democrats, even like this this the, the the Supreme Court and this these proceedings, these laws that are supposed to kind of hem him in, are feckless when no one actually has the balls to like do anything. Like like uh, is it, like literally, if he gets acquitted. What happens? Nothing. I know. He just, he just, he's just like, okay, we know he did a crime. We know he did it. Um, yeah. That's indisputable, but he just gets off and that's it. I mean, maybe the UN, maybe someone just like scolds him on the Senate floor or the house and they say, you're yeah. a bad man. And that's it. And then, and then so, you, know, you move on with your day. You know how they were saying that, I forgot how to say her name, <laughs> the lady that got fired. Can you say her name? Esther Yanovich. That was like Yanovich. 
Yeah, that lady. Um, how he said, like, get rid of her. But somebody right. was saying that, like, the way he said it and the people he said it to almost <laughs> implied that he was actually not even talking about just firing her. Right. They, like, he, he may have been saying, <laughs> it, kill her. And they yeah. just interpreted it as like, oh, of course, well, just fire, get her fired. Yeah. Uh, I believe that. I 100% believe that. I, I, I yeah, I, I believe that he probably says weird, fucked up shit. All yeah. the time um, <laughs> that people just like, OK, th- we can't do that. So yeah, moving isn't that on. Even how like the assassination happened, too, because they were like, we're going to give you these these three ideas. One is so absurd that you're obviously not going to do it. And the other two are kind of what we are hoping you're going to do. And he chose the most insane thing, the assassination. And they were like, whoa, what the fuck? Well, I mean. I wouldn't believe that. I mean, because there are tons of warmongers in the military chain of command that I'm sure have always thought we need a strong. Yeah, they've. they've, Mm -hmm. He's uh, Soleimani. The reason why he's on a list at all is because some general out there is like, we need a strong leader to go and fucking kill this motherfucker and tell them we're the boss. Um, Mm -hmm. And guess what? You know what? That general. Hey, crazy guy, motherfucker. (laughs) You listening? You were right. Uh, it, it, it was the right call. You killed the motherfucker. Um, yeah, and, our, and our, nothing happened. We have happens. so many allies. We have so many allies now. I feel like everyone is just we don't like need rallying well, behind thing. us. Well, that's we need allies. No, we don't. We don't. Yes. I think Trump is going to prove that as well. Uh, he went into a trade war with China, and I thought for a hundred percent, I thought they would just wait him out, wait him out till twenty twenty, and then make a deal with the next guy. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Nah, they signed a deal with him. Um, it gave him a success, pro- possibly ensuring that he has another term. Uh, that this crazy motherfucker gets another term. They gave him a, a success. They gave him a win. Um, because I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I would punish him by saying, "Nah, we're just gonna make your farmers bleed." And no, they, they, he, they, they capitulated. So again, Trump is. I mean, even with the EU, all that stuff. He can wait them out. I think that he can wait them out. And because, again, it goes back to the how feckless people are, that they are they're not ready for an evil Trump dictator in their They can't imagine it. So there's so many steps behind this reality that they think that they can just Mr. Trump on the on the floor of the U.N. or or mm-hmm. it's like scold him uh, in in some semi vague terms. They're not even explicitly saying Trump, you're a piece of shit. Um, I think someone needs to just do that. Someone should just do that. Like honestly, he needs to be slapped. <laughs> I know. Just throw a shoe at him. I mean, come right. on. Uh, I just don't understand. I don't understand the world that we live in anymore because you think about like the the way even just like Bush was treated like bush was terrible i thought bush was the worst though he was at that point the worst president that we had recently had in like years and years and years and the republicans found a bottom <laughs> they found a, 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 a deeper <laughs> bottom were like wow <laughs> Uh, we can t- we can top that. They said they we can top yeah. that. You thought he was bad? Oh no, man. We psh. yeah, it's crazy. I just these are crazy times. It is. That's why you have to have faith in the precogs that uh, have been steering us through this that. menace. Okay. <laughs> um, bless them for melting his mind, for making him so that he's not as shrewd and calculating as he could have been. Because um, we would definitely all be in a Nazi America as we speak. Uh, he mm. probably would have already um, 
stacked the Supreme Court. Um, he probably would have uh, obliterated or just removed everyone from Congress and taken unitary control of the government. Um, but it's because of the precogs and their their foresight that he's a, he's a moron. To, I'm going to try to like channel into his dreams tonight and like ruin his ruin his sleep. That's that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can do. <laughs> Everyone, do your part. Uh, right. When you dream, dream of bad dreams for for Trump. Yeah, uh, like horrifying dreams that keep him like really disturbed during the day. Yeah, that, that he can't ever leave his bedroom. That he's afraid yeah. to leave his bedroom exactly. because uh, he's had like some bird box type nightmare where if he looks mm-hmm. out a window or out his door, some Cthulhu entity will yeah. turn him into a madman. He's kind of he's kind of already a madman, but maybe he's immune. He, oh my god, that's right! And did you watch Bird Box? No, I didn't. The insane people were immune to the demons. Oh. Trump is immune. He can get out of his Bird Box hell. Oh, uh, sorry. There, he he again. He has somehow found a way to succeed. Uh, that Trump, that piece of shit. Well, that's the show. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook, Far Off Topic Show, and Far Off Topic everywhere else because our Twitter account has actually been reinstated. Woo! Uh, you can reach me at Fiasco Jones and Tiwi at her newly reinstated Twitter account, Jenny Said Stuff. You can download the show pretty much everywhere at this point. Um, you probably know that. So, uh, you know, just tap a friend and say, hey, what's up, buddy? Listen to this thing. If you'd like to support the show, feel free to comment or rate. Most of all, thank you for listening. And until you hear from us again, so mode it be.